Hello and welcome to the Yips and Yaps podcast. I'm Ahana the Hyena. I'm Sylvester Fox. And for those at Furpok, welcome to the Retro Wasteland. Ooh. Um, so for those wondering, we are currently at Furpocalypse. Yes. Uh, but we were recording this ahead of time, which means we are from the... F- uh, you were going to say future. I was going to say from the future, but... That's not how, that's not how time travels. If you're hearing this, then you are in the future. If you're, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's how time travel works. Okay. Don't at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for those who are at Furpock and having a good time, uh, you can stop on your Saturday and take a listen to this because it's good good for that um we have no guest this month sadly no, we have no guest and we're also down one member i know Sika, you're not yes. allowed to be here which Sika, sucks we miss you yeah come back she'll be here in the month of november though is, is, is Sika our bat buddy yes oh. she is oh. oh my god wow i need to tell her that yes i'm gonna text her that later all right um, but no, I am in my vault suit because I wanted to get into the occasion. Yes. Um, I love blue. Then that was my original favorite color before red. I like blue. I like blue. It's nice. Blues. I, Especially I this color blue. This like bright blue. Yes. I can see blue. So I, I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. The vault suit looks good on you. It I'm really does. Spirit baby. I know. Like. I'm not wearing the Pip-Boy right now though because it shakes Shakes. I would I would grab it, but it'll probably kill the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to hear just. <laughs> Although you probably might hear like the swishing of the uh, suit, as mm. it's very light. I think it's like lycra. I don't know. It's somewhat stretchy. The crotch it's is nice, really low. Though. It's 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 a spirit Halloween one. Yeah, which is spirits. We t- we touched on this last episode. The spirit actually has some really nice stuff. Yes. Yes, but so. This is also our Halloween episode. Ooh. Uh, and we actually have something planned. Without Sika here, we are in low of some entertainment, and mm. I've found us some entertainment. I have for us a trivia game Ooh. that you guys can play at home. I found it on Google by searching <laughs> Halloween trivia. Um, I got precisely what I was looking for. Sweet. It's called usefultrivia.com, not mm. sponsored. Uh, and we will uh, we will put the link in the description, or I will put the link in the description. The subcategories are name that Halloween song, Ooh. vampire trivia, werewolf trivia, and zombie trivia, and act trivia. Mm. I think you didn't get the joke, did you? What act trivia? Oh my god, you're awful. What? what? You're awful. You think what? Well, I was gonna say, keeping on theme with, because we are fairies. I think. We, of course, have to start with werewolf trivia. Uh, okay. Can I just click on that? Yeah. I can. All right. Okay. So we're going to start this off. You can play this with us. Uh, I don't know how many uh, questions there are, so don't, don't ask me. <laughs> um, but we can play this, and we can have fun. Um, I know we'll probably be stopping in between to talk about a couple things. I know that people who are having a good time at Furpok will probably want to talk, uh, will probably want to hear something about it. Um, so we'll start with the first question. So. Yes. Uh, you'll answer. I'll answer. I do not know the answer, but I will. I will click on them. We can learn the answers later, if, right. unless they pop up now. I don't know. I've never I done this before. This Great planning on my part. Mm. Okay, so question one: What is another word for werewolf? Misanthrope, philanthrope, lycanthrope, and synanthrope. I know this one. What is it? It's a lycanthrope. Oh, hey, it gives a little you sound hear that? Effect. All right. In the late 1500s, a lycanthrope was a mentally ill person who believed that he was a wolf. Popular myths and stories of human changing into wolves gradually altered the meaning of lycanthrope to mean an actual monstrous creature. So we are correct. I, I do know it was lycanthrope because uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I did spells. Uh, I was one of those kids. Yeah. I also know that, isn't there a Pokemon based on that? Uh, Lycanroc? Probably. That's from the new. I think that's from the new games. I didn't really look at Pokemon when I was a kid, just because like I collected the cards, didn't know what they meant. I was one of those kids that had one of those like really. I don't. I don't think. I don't think anyone who collected the cards actually knew how to play the Pokemon card game. Probably. I never did. I had a bunch of the cards though. Yeah. No. Okay. But uh, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. All right. Question two: Which epic poem contains the first known reference to werewolves? Iliad, 
Paradise Lost, Epics of Gilgamesh, and Beowulf. Hmm. I know none of these. I've heard of all of them. But I'm going to take a wild guess. I say it's Epic of Gilgamesh. I will... Hmm. What do you think? I'll say Gilgamesh because that's a fun word to say. Right? Gilgamesh. Hey! Some scholars point to the Epic of Gilgamesh as the origin of werewolf mythology. Gilgamesh rejects the advances of Ishtar, the goddess of fertility, because she turned her previous mate into a wolf. Is this is this how we win trivia? Just like this word's fun. <laughs> just the um, maybe just we're just furries like before we were even born, so all this information is just implanted mm. in our brain. I don't know. Turning a turning your mate into a wolf just sounds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's not go down that route. Where did the All right, question 3. Where did the actual werewolf trials first begin? In the United States, in France, in Switzerland, or China? I think I know this one. What do you think? I think it's Switzerland. Good Switzerland. Well, I'm trying to think of where the origins of the werewolf came from, and I think lycanthrope is a very uh Swedish word. I don't know. I'm I'm tempted to say the U.S. just because we had the uh, the the Salem witch trials, and that's that's along the same vein. Yes, I'm not gonna get into that. Salem witch trials are just. You want rock paper scissors it out? All right. I think, I think if we're at a tie between two, okay, we'll yeah. rock paper scissors. Right. Okay. So rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. Okay. Here we go again. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. Okay. So you pick the United States. Ah. Oh. Uh, all right, so let's try what Switzerland. Switzerland. <sighs> Much like the famous Salem witch trials, the trial and execution of supposed werewolves emerged in what is now Switzerland in the early 15th century and spread like wildfire throughout Germany, France, and the Balkan. Darn. Balkans. Thousands of people were killed for their alleged wolf-related crimes, whether it be turning into a werewolf or being a wolf charmer. So, I know my history, bitch. Oof, I feel... Um... <laughs> I love history. History is a very fun subject. I enjoy history as well. I I know you like uh most recent history, especially uh like I know you like the Vietnam War. I yeah, uh, I'd say Werewolves I'd say Vietnam past 100 <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't get like I wonder if like you they can hear the sound effects they, properly. They can. Okay. Yes. Uh but what were you going to say? What was I going to say? About history? Oh no, I was just going to say I like I think in the past, like, 100 years or so. Yeah. It's kind of my... Well, uh, you know turn me. The, turn the, you know I'm a mythology-type person. Yes. I love everything about history. Mm -hmm. All right. Question four. What metal are werewolves vulnerable to? Isn't this one silver? Silver. It's yes. gold, silver, copper, or iron. Silver. Yeah. Yeah. Werewolves are often immune to damage caused by ordinary weapons, but vulnerable to silver objects such as silver-tipped cane, bullet, or blade. This is negative. This negative reaction is sometimes so strong that the mere touch of metal on a werewolf skin would cause burns. Who do you think came up with that? Like, who thought? It's like that's their weakness. Maybe. Silver. Maybe because back in the day, silver was a very rare element. Maybe. Maybe it was someone who's like, "Yeah, I can fight your were werewolves. They're uh, they're." Just they're allergic. This. They're they're allergic to silver. So just give me all the silver you have. Yeah, like I think it was like I have so much silver. If you pay me, I will give you it. Like a ridiculous amount of money. You got a werewolf problem? Here's some silver. Pay me like 150 gold bars. Con men, man. Yeah, that's how you do it. Well, you know most mythology nowadays are con men, right? Oh yeah. Like it's just tales. Yep. Spread from one person to another. Yep. Um, which is why I love it. Oh, I know this. You wouldn't. Which Harry Potter character is a werewolf? Horace Slughorn, Remus Lupin, Gildery Lockhart, and Albus Dumbledore. I, I feel like, hang on, before you say anything, is it is it Lupin? Because his name sounds like, isn't it Lopine for wolves? You are correct. Ha! Remus, all right, Professor Lupin became infected with lycanthropy when he was attacked by Fenrir Greyback, who was another werewolf in the uh, books. Yep. J.K. Um, Rowling with her with her real real original name subtle. there. So, she's real su subtle. I mean, subtle. Um, that was uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is a great movie. It's my favorite out of all of them because it was directed by a different person. The I think the first three were directed by different people, and then the second one. Was I think I don't I don't remember how the Harry every movie was directed by someone different I believe but the third one was the most stylistically different from each other movie 
that they had fade outs and shit. <laughs> Pretty cool. All right, number six. Which trait is traditionally considered to be sign of a werewolf? Tattoos. I'm fucked. <laughs> Long middle finger. Wink. All of these or a unibrow. Ooh. Honestly, hmm. I think a long middle finger. I that's what I'm leaning towards. Okay, we will agree. It's or, either long middle finger or all of them. We'll start with long middle finger. All right. Ah, uh, no. all of them. So all of these? Yeah. Okay. All right. According to legend, a unibrow, tattoos, hairy palms, and a long middle finger are all signs of a werewolf. Other common traits include unusual strength, an irrational fear of water, and especially glow-in-the-dark red eyes. I mean, I have those. Mm, yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Auntie, you're a werewolf. <laughs> he doesn't have a tattoo. No. Okay, that's it then. All right. <laughs> Numbers are question seven. Who was the werewolf of Bedburg? Uh... Jacques Roulette. I don't know who that is. Peter Stump. I don't know who that is. Gillis Garnier and Pierre Borgo. I like Borget. I like I like Pierre. I like Pierre Borgo. No. Oh. So I'm just gonna go up because I don't know any of these. So Gillis Garnier. No. Peter Stump. Yay! It only took us three guesses. <laughs> so I'm not giving us to that one. So we're not we're not good at uh. At this. Excuse me, I am. I'm here to win, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peter Stump was a German farmer accused of lycanthropy, witchcraft, and cannibalism. Ooh, you're already off to a great start there, pal. Mm. A pamphlet originally published in London in, 19, in 1590 described Stump's trial and his alleged crimes. It includes statements from neighbors and witnesses who claim that Stump owned a belt given to him by the devil that allowed him to transform into the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf. Could could you imagine living back then and be like, yeah, you see that dude over there? Totally a werewolf. Bath salts, man. (laughs) Like, I mean, but you got to remember, back in the day, depending on how wealthy you were, how what was what made you more believable. Mm. So if you had a nice big house and you were a fancy man and you had, and you were a city boy, they were more likely to believe you. My favorite, my favorite things are the silly stories of like, uh, of the plague doctors back in the day. Who would be like? What do you mean? Someone would come to them and be like, "Yeah, my 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 side's been hurting, and I've been coughing up blood." And the plague doctor would be like, "Ah, do some heroin and stab yourself with the with a with this big knife, and come back to me in three days." Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> They'd just be like, "Do whatever." Yeah, be like doesn't person died? Oh, they were possessed by a demon. Best plague doctor. Mid medieval medicine is just a great thing to research, like. It's so all over the place. Absolutely. Because, again, where did you go to school for it? You didn't. No, you just picked up a – You just picked up yep. a, uh, They didn't even have, like, anything to tell if you were acting like – You're faking it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, number – question eight. What disease have some experts suggested as the origins of werewolf beliefs? Um, all of these – Porf, uh, so what? The first one is all of these. Why is it the first one? I don't why know. Should, why can't it be the last one? Like the other one, like all of these was in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hypertrichosis. Uh, if I'm pronouncing these wrong, feel free to call me uh, out in the comments. Rabies, porphyria, or all of these. What was the question? Uh, what disease have some experts suggested as the origin of werewolf beliefs? Hmm. I think hypertrichosis is the uh like isn't that the werewolf uh syndrome where like hair will appear like hair will start to grow on your body and places where hair shouldn't grow maybe i'm just gonna do all of these normally when the question all of these pops up it gives me the hope that it's all of them hey Hey, see i was right Yep. The idea of being bitten by a werewolf could result in the victim turning into one, suggesting the uh, suggests the idea of a transmittable disease such as rabies, which causes confusion, hallucinations, hype, uh, hyper and hydrophobia, fear of water. Porphyria can cause psychosis as well as excess hair growth and disfigured skin, teeth, uh, and teeth. Inherited forms of hypertrichosis or excess hair, so I was right, mm-hmm. have been described historically as dogmen and wolfmen. So. I'd be right. So back in the day, they were just like, 
You the, hairy, you the, wolf. The hairy, you werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can just say that nowadays. Just find some dude covered in hair, but werewolf. Maybe that was Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot was just a big hairy dude. Yeah. First photo of Bigfoot was just a naked hairy man running in the running in the woods. They got a photo of him, and he was just like, "Hey, <laughs> give me that camera." Honestly, that sounds pretty believable. I mean, I know you guys have you guy you guys claim you heard Bigfoot, dude. Bigfoot totally lives out outside of the studio. <sighs> have him on as a guest. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> you can imagine. Yes, I so can imagine. Big, so Bigfoot, when did you start living out here? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 He's such a lovely way with words. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm. Kill me. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Next question. Question nine. What is your traditional cure for lycanthropy? Driving nails through the werewolf. I can't read the rest of that. Scolding the werewolf. Converting the werewolf to Christianity. (laughs) Or all of these. I hope that's right. Oh, driving nails through the werewolf's hands was the other one. Converting the werewolf to Christianity was the other. I gotta pick that one first. It's gotta be all of these. Converting the werewolf to uh, Christianity was not the first one. It's all, all of these was the correct Could answer. Could you imagine, like, you're facing down just a giant... A giant wolf is like, Rah! and then you're and like, then, no way, like, like, no. Have you heard about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> have you read the good book? <laughs> just, just. Hello, Mr. Werewolf. We have come from the Tabernacle Church. Would you like to look into the book? The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Various methods have existed for removing the werewolf form, including one Danish belief, which holds the mercy scolding a werewolf will cure it. Holds that merely scolding a werewolf will cure it. Okay. Bad wolf. Bad. Aw. <laughs> what if, like, they could talk and they were just like, Dad? <laughs> it's not nice. Okay. Question 10. Do you want to do all 30 questions of the werewolf? Uh, we'll, do, we'll do 10 and then we'll go to a different topic. All right. We'll do 10 because this is the last right, one then. Yeah. So, 10 for the werewolf topic was, question 10, what was the first film to depict werewolves as, a vulner- as vulnerable to silver? I Was a Teenage Werewolf, Werewolf of London, The Wolfman, and The Face at the Window. I want to say The one that the I know Man. is Werewolf of London. Or, no, isn't that an American werewolf in American London? American werewolf in London. I want to say The Wolfman. That sounds like it's an older movie. The Face of the Window sounds like an older movie, though. Because remember, back in the day, they would not immediately give away their title. It was more mm. like, you know. So, one of those two, then. Do you want to? I, I say Face in the Window. You say Wolfman. Want to rock, paper, scissors it out? Um, yeah, I say let's rock, paper, scissors right, it out. All right, okay. ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Okay. Okay. So the face at the window is the question I'm going to get. No. Ah. You are correct. Hey. All right. In the Wolfman, 1941. Knew it. The title character is bludgeoned to death with his own silver walking stick. <laughs> all right. What a way to go. Yeah. Like, imagine dying at the hands of your own weapon. It's not even a weapon. It was a walking stick. But it was silver. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So imagine owning something that like is a weapon and then you die by it i used to have excuse me i used to have the sword of gryffindor hanging over my bed and i always dream that it would come down and kill me like it would just fall off the uh stand and literally impale me so why did you have it hanging there because it was cool <laughs> so i got it for christmas hang it on a different wall the only wall it would fit was on the top of my bed <laughs> what do you want from me man i don't know man i just work here you ever get, like, irrationally scared that, like, a ceiling yes. fan was going to fall off and hit you? Yes, especially the one in my kitchen. Yeah, if you ever have one on really high and they start shaking. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. When a, when a fan starts to squeak and shake and then you're like, it's going to come down and hit me in the head. Yep. Would that? I wonder how bad that would hurt if a blade hit you in the head of a ceiling <laughs> fan. I don't think it would hurt that much. No. But I think it would just be like, 
okay, ow, fan fell on my head. Yeah. What, what do? But if what hurts though is if a fa- if like a like a rotary fan is going really really fast and the blade isn't on it and you just manage to just get your elbow in there. <sighs> your elbow is the worst place to get hit from a rotary fan. All right. I don't think I've got my elbow. I've got my hands. All right. So this is Halloween trivia, and I think it's t- I think it's ten questions per page. All right. Uh, yeah, all right, so let's, let's we're going to start with the Halloween trivia now, and then we'll move on to something like Name That Halloween Song. All right. Okay, so question one for Halloween trivia. The first jack-o'-lanterns were made out of what? Watermelons, coconuts, turnips, or pumpkins? I think coconuts. It is the coconuts? most obscure out of all three. Because mm, you got to think, where watermelons, turnips, and pumpkins can grow in one place. Coconuts really can't. They only grow in tropical locations. I don't think I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't say coconut. What would you think? Watermelons. I'd want to say. I want to say pumpkins. So, do you want to do coconuts and pumpkins? It could be pumpkins. It could also be turnips because that's like just so weird. Okay. So, <sighs> rock paper. On what? If are you gonna do pumpkins? Or are you gonna do turnips? I don't know. I, I'm sticking with coconuts. Well, try coconuts. We'll see. Okay. Okay. No. Then I'm All wrong. Right. So, do you want to do? <sighs> There's no stakes here. I know. I know. It's the stakes of Vampires. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you think? My pride. My pride. Do pumpkin. Pumpkin. Uh, turnip. It was turnip. It was turnips, right. huh? The first jack-o'-lanterns were made in Ireland, that makes sense, mm. out of hollowed-up out turnips. A piece of coal was inserted into the hollow, and the lantern was meant to guide the way of poor old Jack, who wasn't welcome in heaven, but was also ba- barred from entering hell for tricking the devil. According to legend, the devil gave this crude lamp to Jack so that he could walk the earth forever in limbo. When the Irish brought this tradition to America, they apparently decided that pumpkins were easier to carve than turnips, and the modern-day jack-o'-lantern was born. Jack makes sense interesting although it's irish so i'm surprised it wasn't a potato you're bringing me a potato <laughs> that's my terrible irish accent <laughs> awful maybe I... that was maybe that was during the potato famine how come nobody knows that to flush the toilet after they've had that shit <laughs> <laughs> well it was wanting us <laughs> disgusting oh my. all right question two halloween is generally considered to have evolved from what ancient festival Belton, I'm, if I'm pronouncing this wrong again, I'm sorry. Ostara, Lamas, and Samhain. Uh, I think it's Belton. B E L T A N E. I have no idea. I'm going to go with Belton, and if it's not the right one, then I'm going to just go down the line. All right. Okay, no. Nope. Then Ostara. Okay, no. Then Lamas. So it's Samhain? Yay. Okay. What does it say? It, I mean, it's Sam Hain, but I'm I'm just I Sam. It's S A M H A I N, which kind of sounds like a uh, kind like like you know. It sounds those, like someone's name. Sounds like a singer. Yeah. Like like. You give me all, all. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam, Sam Hain. Hain. It's very loud. Yeah. Although there are many theories in the origins of the history of Halloween, it is generally accepted that Halloween dates back to an ancient Celtic festival known as. Sam Hain or the Celtic New Year. I'm just gonna say Sam Hain. If it's wrong, crucify <laughs> it's probably, me. It's the... probably terribly wrong. Absolutely. It was believed that the spirits of everyone who had died during the year would return on the eve of Sam Hain to seek living bodies to possess for the following year. The Celts would dress in ghoulish costumes and hold noisy re- uh, revels in an attempt to frighten away these spirits. Food and drink was also offered to pacify the dead. There are many tales of unfortunate souls being burned at the stake because they were perceived to have been possessed by one of the returning spirits. Around the turn of the first century AD, Romans abandoned this custom of human sacrifice in favor of burning effigies. All right. So what I said earlier when it comes to like in low of in low of um, bonfires, jack-o'-lanterns, and in low of offers became candy. That's what that was, mm. I guess. So, uh, Sam Hain, everybody. All right. <laughs> Yay. All right. Question three. According to legend, a unibrow, tattoo, and a long little finger are all signs of what Halloween creature? Hmm. Don't know. I'm going to say witch. <laughs> it was werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
it's the exact same description as that one question. That's like that's like when you're taking a test at school and they have two questions that are kind of the same. Right. Yeah. <sighs> love that. Just I hate like tests. It. I love trivia. I hate tests. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We played trivia at Camp Tiny Paws. We were, we were the Danny Trejo fan club. <laughs> Couldn't tell you why. So, didn't we come in last place? Abs- no, we came in third. Say yes. Out of three? <laughs> no, there was a good amount of people. No, we were, I think. Uh, we won no prize, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. All right, question four. In what century did the practice of trick-or-treating begin? The 14th, the 16th, the 18th, or the 20th? I think the 20th. I think trick-or-treating is... Fairly new? Yeah. I would say the 20th, yeah. No. The 18th. No. What? The 16th century. Damn. Wow. In North America, trick-or-treating began to develop as a Halloween tradition during the 1920s, but the European tradition of going house to house collecting food at Halloween goes back at least as far as the 16th century. So we were right All in right. the 20th century in the U.S., but I guess not in other parts of the world. Well, everybody knows America is the entire world. <laughs> America, nowhere else. Go back to your country. This is Japan. Every country belongs to America. It's terrible. Where's that? Is that from anything? I think it's from a show, but it's 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 a meme. I hate when people tell other people to speak uh speak English. You're gonna live here. Speak American. Yeah, brother. So if someone tells me to speak American, which I only know that language, which is funny, but if someone ever tells me, shut up. If someone tells me to speak English while you live here, you know what I'm going to say to them? What? Cowboy. That's it. In Britain and Ireland, there are many accounts of people going house to house in costume at Halloween, reciting verses in exchange for food. So does that mean that the Britons created... Uh, trick or treat, smell my feet, <laughs> give me something good to eat. That's my. Te- Hold on, can I do a better British version? Hold on. Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. It's not bad. Not bad. If you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. I thought it was my underwear. I thought it was your underwear. I thought it was. It, I thought it was. If you don't give me pa- candy, I'll pants your ass. I thought it was if you don't give me candy, I'll moon you. I don't know, man. What do you want from me? <laughs> hey, if I moon you, then the werewolves will come out. <laughs> oh my god, that was awful. Was it? It was good though, wasn't it? It was good. Just just give me the next question. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and sometimes warning of misfortune if they were not welcomed. So does that mean that the Britons also created TPing? I don't know. That wasn't even a question. No, that was the, that was the rest of the Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> okay, question five. Which of the following is not a term for a scarecrow? I'm sorry, what's that word? What? It's a... Bach. <laughs> It's B-W-B-A-C-H. Bobak? Bobak. Let me see it. It's like Bobak. <laughs> I know, right? Bobak. 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 Gallybagger. Malkin. Or Doodle Sack. Doodle Sack? I like Doodle Sack. All right. You take over for reading the question. Okay. All right, all right. I say Doodle Sack. I think Doodle, Doodle Sack. I think Doodle Sack is because it's just so silly. All right. Go for it. No, I think it is a term for a scarecrow. Do it. No, I'm not. Oh my god. Then what are the mm. other ones? Block. Block. Galley bagger or Malkin. Mal- kind of- Malkin sounds right, but it may be wrong. You may be right. Galley, ba- galley bagger is also me. silly. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I say galley bagger. Go for it. Oh. Doodle sack? Doodle sack. Uh, so I was right. Yeah. I read the description. There are a wide range of alternate alternative names for scarecrows, inclu- including Hold Me Dad. <laughs> wait, hot, hot wait, dad. hold on, hold on. Uh, dad, where's the Hold Me Dad? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, son, get the scarecrow. These names are all awful. What are they? Hold Me Dad, Mermet. 
Hey Man, Galley Bagger, Taddy Bogle, <laughs> Momet, and Malkin and Babak. I like, was it Hey Dad? Hey Dad. Hey, hey Man. Or, hey, hey Man. man. Doodle Sack is an old English word for bagpipe. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Get me my doodle sack. <laughs> I can't do a good Scottish accent. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> All right, next. All right. From base to point, what is the order of colors on a piece of candy corn? Ooh, okay. Ooh. I know this. All right. What is it then? It's. I think it's orange, yellow, white. Orange, yellow, white? No. Is it orange, white, yellow? No. No. It is yellow, orange, white. Yeah. Yellow, orange, white is a progression of standard candy corn. The Indian corn variation is brown at the whitest end. Yes. That I knew. Hmm. I don't really like candy corn. Candy corn for me is like, I will have three pieces of candy corn, and then I'm done. I will. Yeah. I can only eat candy corn in small amounts because it is such a sweet corn taste. You know how every time you go trick-or-treating... You'd always dump out your candy bag at the end, and somehow there'd be, like, loose pieces of candy corn, and you don't know where they came from? No. You never had that? I mean, I've had a loose needle in there once, but that was a different story. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. Uh, okay, you should get this one. Okay. Which of these Halloween films was not directed by Tim Burton? Corpse Bride. Okay. Beetlejuice. Okay. Frankenweenie. Okay. Or The Nightmare Before Christmas? I'm going to say Beetlejuice. No. My God, really? Tim Burton directed Beetlejuice? Mm-hmm. Was it Frankenweenie? Nope. Huh. All of those are all of those are uh, stop motion, right? Except for Beetlejuice? Yep, I can tell you which one it is. It's not Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it The Corpse Ride? It is Corpse Ride. No, wait, what? Oh, I'm dumb. What is it? Tim Burton produced Nightmare Before Christmas, but it was directed by Henry Selleck. Oh, boo-hoo. We're both dumb. Boo-hoo. Your phone's about to die, by the way. I don't care. Keep going. Are you running the timer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Thanks. Yeah. Isn't it... Um. I'm pretty sure Corpse Bride and Frankenweenie are all in the same universe, too. Really? Yeah. There's a theory. I um, I think it's... I think there's one other movie isn't, he did. Isn't Frankenweenie shot in black and white, though? I don't know. Isn't it an animated movie in black and white? Probably. It makes sense for Tim Burton. I love black and white films. I loved in uh in another. I wouldn't say that this was a horror film, but it was a nice. It was a nice creepy like thriller. Uh, the Mist, the movie. You know, there's a version of that movie that is the director's uh like actual version that he likes is in black and white, which is the preferred mm-hmm. way to watch that movie. Well, because you know, The Mist was shot as a B movie. Yes. So it was supposed to be campy and weird. Yep. And it did that. Yep. And that was actually, that was based off of, um, oh. Are you going to tell me the Stephen King book? What, it was Stephen King, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stephen King's The Mist. Yeah, and the the ending of the movie he actually liked better than the one he wrote in the book. Which is great. Yeah. You know they make fun of that in, spoiler alert, in chapter two? They do? So so I hear. Because oh. I, know, I know in the book, uh, one of the characters goes on to be a writer. Huh. And in the movie, I guess he has he has a hard time writing endings, which mm-hmm. I guess is a is a joke at Stephen King <laughs> not being able to write good endings. Oh. Uh, Stephen King can't write endings. J.J. Abrams can't direct them. Ouch! Ooh. Ouch! Well, I guess Ooh. we'll have to see for Star Wars then. Mm. That comes out in like two months. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. I gotta, that means well, ticket, tickets are gonna go on sale soon. Yeah. So are you gonna buy mine? Um, do you have any money? I'll whore myself out. <laughs> wow. All right, keep going. All right, all right, all right. Before your phone dies here. It's at 10%. You're at, oh, wait, I can't. Double tap. Oh, I got to do your password. I know it, I know it, I know it. Ha, okay. What might you bob for on Halloween? Apples. That was really easy. Bobbing for apples is a traditional Halloween game in which a tub of large... Tub a large basin is filled with apples and water. Because apples are less dense than water, they will float to the surface. It just explains how buoyancy works. I wonder if there's a night mine question on there. That'd be pretty funny. I don't know. All right, number nine. Number, number nine. nine. Number, number nine. nine. Number nine. nine. All right. 
If anyone gets uh, that joke, it's from the Beatles. Yes. If you want to keep spirits out of your home on Halloween, what should you sprinkle sprinkle on your doorstep? Ooh, what are the wait? Give me the four: sage, garlic, holy water, or salt. I think, in in most ways of like protecting yourself from demonic spirits, it is salt. But it could be garlic. Uh, go with salt, and then if not, try garlic. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to keep spirits in your house, then just don't go to the package store. <laughs> I say salt. Salt? Damn right. According to tradition, salt can be laid around the boundaries of a room to prevent spirits and demons from entering. Would you look at that? I'm one smart damn cookie. All right. Question 10. All right. What classic horror film is based on a true story? What are the four? Halloween. The Blair Witch Project. The Amityville Horror or Poltergeist? Amityville Horror. Yes, the Amityville Horror is based on the alleged experience of the Lutz family who bought a new home on 112 Ocean Avenue and in Amityville, dad, New York. The, the dad killed the A house where a mass murder had been committed the year before. Yep. All right, and we're going to turn this off before your phone dies. Do you know, 3%. Do you know they changed the exterior of that house to avoid traffic from... Uh, tourists really yeah huh because they were like they were like yeah our house is getting so much people because you know amity the amityville house has the one icon has the two iconic windows mm-hmm. and they were like yeah we don't want those anymore gone that's smart it is smart because the house is unrecognizable without them mm-hmm. which is a clever way to do it if i showed yes. you the photo of that what the house looks like now what the house looked like then you would not be able to tell the difference um but no i think the poltergeist is also I, there was a girl who was possessed. I think you probably know who I'm talking about. She was possessed by a demon, and she died. And the only thing they found, like after like she passed away, was a photo of her, but her face was burnt. Huh. It was it was interesting. I remember reading it about it. I think a movie was based off of that, but. Well, lots lots of movies can say that they're based on true stories, because of the way movies work. The Purge, based on a true story. <laughs> God. Imagine if the purge was real. The purge. Those movies were terrible. The first one. The first. Okay, the first one was interesting because it was an interesting concept. And then the second one did a and good job like, at turning at turning it into a franchise. But then the third, fourth, and then which one did we go see? We, we went saw... to see the first purge. Oh god, that was so bad. We saw it on my birthday. That was f- hilarious because we didn't realize Michael Bay was a producer on it. No, we we have a conspiracy theory that in the first purge. The beginning of it is like good, good terror. Like, yep. it, like it's good, like it's a good slow. Like, but then halfway through, it just becomes explosive explosion action movie. And explosion. we are we are pretty certain that halfway through, the director that or the producer or whoever was in charge of like the visual effects quit halfway through, and then Michael Bay was like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> I, I'm maybe, certain of it. Maybe whenever he signs on to do something, they have like a contractual obligation to have so many explosions in the movie. I just think they're like, our movie needs explosions. Who do we get? And they're just like, <laughs> Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Yep. Uh, Can I have him direct my high school play? <laughs> <laughs> the fire marshal's like, you'll never have this on. Oh, man. Yeah. I wouldn't really consider that a horror. I do like in the first Purge, though, it was just parties. And then it became like the first kill. And then it yep. just became a whole hell sh- like shit show after that. That was interesting. I feel like, I feel like if the purge was real, it probably would just be Lock a ton parties. of parties. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, parties well, and looting. Well, here's the question: Would people in our society, in our in, our, in the U.S. especially, kill? Would would a would a normal person murder someone? I think this is this is getting away from what we uh, we wanted to talk about true, on the podcast. True, but it is a but it is a question. It's an interesting question. One fun to think about. But I don't think it's something we should be elaborating on. Okay. Okay. Just, I'm not gonna delve into the yeah, human psyche. Yeah. Just my own. We are. We are not. We are. Just my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we've got we've got about 10, 15, 10, 15 minutes left. Um, why don't since this is our fur apocalypse special, mm. why don't we talk about? The past for apocalypses we've been to. Yes, I've been to two. So have I. We went. Yeah. Both same. Yep. Yep. 
I actually met you at the first at my first Furpok. Yes, we did. And Furpok isn't that old. I think it's only been since 2015. I think because yeah. before it was Fur Fright. Yep. Which is now Camp Tiny Paws. Yeah. Oh, Cam's you... just Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh the first theme that I went to for Furpocalypse was Haunted Asylum. Yes. Which I think that they got in trouble for that, you know. Uh, the the rumor was that they got in trouble for that. I don't think they got people got upset over it. But then they released a statement like, why are you getting upset over it? It's just a theme. Yeah. That's like getting upset over a haunted house for having an asylum theme. Mm. Like, it's... Mm. Or like clowns getting outraged <laughs> that their reputation is being ruined in American society. I want to I I see a clown write an angry review to like... Absolutely. <laughs> My name is Krusty the Clown, and I am upset that you have tarnished my reputation how dare you show me as a murderous killer? Ed Gein was a ye- was years ago. Bubbles the Clown will not stand for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was that was when I had my first pursuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't stay in that hotel, but the Radisson, uh, or now the Red Lion in uh, Cromwell, Connecticut, for those who are there, welcome to the MC Usher of hotels. Yes, it is such... It's, un- it's a unique yes. hotel because it was originally a motel. Yep, and then they added on to it, and they added on to that add-on. But they just kind of they. So, so all the hallways just it'd be a perfect location for like a horror movie because you wouldn't be able to run away from anything. No, I I don't know. It's just an interesting hotel. Yes. I love that the pool that you're that is in the, the pool and the hot tub that are it's outside. It's all enclosed. It's yeah. all enclosed, but you know that was the original courtyard, right? Yep, it used to be outside and then closed it, so it's yep. really cool. Yeah, no, everything about that hotel is so yes. interesting. And looking at it from outside, you're like, what is this building? Mm-hmm. And then you go in, you're just like, what is this building? Mm-hmm. It has, like, art deco in the halls. It's it's a unique building. Um, I, I, I like every year the uh, the parking garage gets a surprise water feature when it rains. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I think it's rained every year we've gone that It farm. has, at least one day. Yeah, at least once. You know, yeah. that's how weather but, works. Yeah, that's how October is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I had fun. Um, I, of course, went to the improv panel that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave tat- I gave Sharpie tattoos for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And, like I got a couple people that came in and were like, yeah, sure. But you were there for that. Yes, I was. That was fun. No, no, I was happy. Yes. Were you dressed up like uh, Nick Wilde for that con? Um, yeah, for the first fur pack, I made... I made a Nick Wilde cosplay, which was a lot of fun. Was that um, your first cosplay? First character cosplay? Um, I think it was. Hmm. And I made that in a day. Yeah, you went to like Goodwill. Yeah, I went everything. to a Goodwill, and I was just like, found everything at once. I was like, cool. <laughs> and then uh, not really much happened at that for Puck. I didn't no. go that Sunday because, again, it was pouring, and I had to walk in that no. hellhole. You were there. Yeah, I went all three days. I didn't stay at the hotel, though. I commuted because it's local, mm. um, which was fun. Not anymore. We just stay there. Yeah, no, it's... It became a hassle. Yes. And I think to get the full convention experience... You need to stay You need to stay the at the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, it was... I mean, I had fun. And then last year's Furpok was just great. Yes, last year's... The theme was so good. It was Thriller Nights, which was... All like 1980s. 80s, yeah. And they did a great job. But that was the f- that was their guest of honor. They had Jib. Jib, Cocodope, and Nightmind. Yes. They had, He's... They had, they had three hosts. They had yes. three guest of honors. And yeah. Yeah, Nick Nocturne. He was he's a fantastic host. Yes, he is. I'm so glad that he's hosting again. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm fing pumped. Mm-hmm. I I'm excited. His soft timber voice just <laughs> soothes my soul. I will tell him that one day. I'm yes. just going to go up to him and I'm just going to be like, your voice makes me sleep at night. I want him to read a bedtime story. <gasps> Can I yes, give him a please. bedtime story and just be like, can you read it for me? Yes, please. No, I... Only, only if it's go the f*** to sleep. Stop. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Um, but then there was Kokodope who did all the art for, yes. the, for the con, which is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I loved my badge. Did you what what theme for your badge did you get? Because I, I I got um, you got little, little shop, shop of horrors. Yep. I got um, it was the one Jib drew. It was like just the car. The car. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. And then uh, Jib did a couple animations for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jib did an amazing take on me. 
That was so good. If I can find the link, I'll, I'll so probably, good. if we can, we'll probably link the uh, the uh, opening ceremonies from Furpok because they posted a video. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, no, we'll post uh, Furpok shit because- That they're... was also in in my Furpok video. Yes. Did I release that? Did I ever let that one? No. No? No. No, I didn't? You, wait, you did. I did. Because you said you really hated the editing. It's where you started with the cassette play, with the Oh, cassette, yeah. Or okay, the I actually finished that one. Yeah, <laughs> Not Annie. <laughs> no, no, I'm really far behind. You, Maybe by the next day, Annie, I'll release that video. You didn't video. make a video for uh, Camp Tiny Pals either. No, no, I didn't. No. Um. All right, well, um, we're going to wrap it up soon. Uh, I just want to say a couple things before we do end. I know that if anybody is listening to us at, uh, at Furpok, uh, if any of you guys want to spot us running around, I am the brown hyena wearing the vault suit. I'll probably wear it all three days, honestly. I love this costume. It's so nice and comfy. The knee pads actually match where my knee pads are. That doesn't happen often in costumes. And ooh, did I have did I have my fur suit in the last fur pack? I don't think I did. At fur pack? Yeah. I can't remember. I don't. You did not. No, I didn't. So no. this this will be this Your will be my first fur pack with, with my suit. with my fur suit. Mm-hmm. So look for the uh, look for the very very grayscale monochromatic fox mm-hmm. running around being weird. That's me. <laughs> yes. We're going up Thursday. Yes, or we are. We, we are going to be there Thursday. Yep. We'll be there Thursday Excuse me. through Sunday. Running around, having fun, hanging out with all you fine people. Mm. Fine animals. Animal you just, people. Did you assume their species? <gasps> Furpok is going to be fun. I'm excited for it. I know I'm going to have a good time. This will be published that Saturday. Yes. Um, who's the guest of honor this year? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember either. I feel like we should know this. Probably. We're there. Yeah. We'll know it when we're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I'm excited. I hope we have the same, like, I hope our our hotel room is in the same area. Ours was good last year because we were right next to the stairwell, so we just, like, boom, boom, and down on the Yeah, floor. I know. Yes. And they didn't even lock that door. It's great. No. Just go no. right up. No. Um. No, I love trick or treating at Furpok. That is that is one of my favorite things I've ever seen at a con. Yeah, because they embrace. They know they're a Halloween con. Yeah, so the people trick or treat. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I especially love that I went around in my fursuit, ran downstairs, then grabbed my other costume, and then did the entire floor section again. Because <laughs> you're one of those people. Excuse me, I'm going to get the correct amount of candy. The correct amount. You're damn fucking right. <laughs> you are damn right. I'm going to get the correct amount of candy. All right. Well, hopefully we'll bring we'll bring some more candy this year. We will participate. We will be handing out, and we'll probably collect. <laughs> yeah. Is that when we're just like, in order to get one piece of candy, you need to give us one? <laughs> we won't even leave the hotel. Yes. Our, our hotel room, we'll just sit there. Reverse trick-or-treating. People bring candy to you. Yes. <laughs> Why is it not a thing? <laughs> Can I do that? To, like, can I just be a king? And just like sit in the room with the door open. Come in. Bring me candy. You know someone was giving out pies. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I it was I think it was like on the fourth floor or something. I went up. It was it was me and Fenta, and we went up, and he the guy was like, "Yeah, come in, come in, come in." And they were having a party. There was like maybe five or six of them. They were all really like staring at us, and they're like, "Yeah, help yourself to candy if you want a pie. Take a pie." And so Fenta was like, ooh, is there like a blueberry pie? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't eat pie, but I took a pie anyways. Okay. Pie! Speaking of parties, we're going to wrap this up because we have one to go to. I know. So for everyone at Furpak, hope you guys enjoy the con. I know we sure are. Yes. Us in the future. I know that we are having fun. Yes. Because Furpak is such a fun con. It is an amazing convention. They run it, they run it really good. They do. It's... I am I am so excited for the end of the month. I wonder what the t-shirt's going to look like. I don't know. Is it, are they going to do like a vault boy? Well, by the time this is out, we will know and we will probably be wearing them. Probably. I'm probably going to put it underneath this. Ooh. That'd be neat. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying like a black white beater. Just chucking it under here. Okay. Yep. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. We'll figure something out. But we will figure that while we're at the con. Okay. So I think it is just about time for us to... Wrap up, say yes. goodbye, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. You like jazz? No. <laughs> Not so, that much. No, 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 jazz is an interesting sound, like type of music. I can only listen to it so long. 
know what I'm saying? I was quoting the B movie. I know you were. And I was ignoring that quote because it's so overused. You know what that quote is to me? What? Disgusting! <sighs> and on that note, thank you for listening to the Yips and Yaps podcast for Apocalypse Edition. Yes. <laughs> yes, thank you, guys. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I trailed off there for a second. Uh Sorry, I know that uh, Sika couldn't be here uh, this episode, but she will be here for the surprise episode after for Pox. We can discuss what happened at the convention. Um, she'll be here. We'll have fun. We'll talk about it. I think she's going this year. I hope she, she is. Yeah, she'll probably be there. Um, but no, we'll we'll talk about what happened at the convention. We'll talk about uh, the future of the uh, of the podcast, and maybe even have a special guest. Ooh, what's in store, Shay? I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to wait and listen. Okay, I guess I'll have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Seiko will be here. We'll have a four-hour full uh, Illuminati again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that we're going to call ourselves now? The Illuminati? Yes, yes we are. Um, but no, um, we're glad. Hope you guys tune in uh, the next Saturday. Or not next Saturday. The Saturday after this. Whenever it when, comes Whenever out. it comes yeah. out, yeah. We don't, we don't even know. Yeah, no, if you want to follow me, I'm at Ahanu Hyena and on Twitter. I am at Sylvester Fox. Links will be in the description because I don't remember how I spelled mine. No. <laughs> and Shay, where do you work? Oh, yes. Uh, we'd like to thank Remnants Recordings and Entertainment for providing us with this wonderful studio space to record. Ooh, ah. <laughs> yes, the studio space that you guys cannot see because this is a podcast. We are sponsored by the ha- hashtag sponsored we are sponsored by the letter e Yay. for entertainment and viewers like you yes thank you have fun at fur Pock, ladies and gentlemen stay hydrated get lots of candy have fun and when you're re- traveling the wasteland always have a dog meet with you bye, bye.